Life as We Know It with Tom Walton. Florida has been going to the dogs for decades. Very soon, this behavior will stop. More than 5.3 million Floridians voted two years ago to ban greyhound dog racing, effective at the end of 2020. A few years ago, 11 dog tracks operated in Florida. With the deadline fast approaching, only a few remain, and those are now considering their options. Some have already closed. Others plan to race until it's illegal at the end of the year. Another, the Naples-Fort Myers Greyhound Track in southwest Florida, a facility familiar to many snowbirds from Toledo, will run its final race on May 3rd. Soon after, work will begin to demolish the old facility and begin construction of a new 30,000-square-foot poker room and restaurant. That's a lot of poker tables. In addition, horse race betting via simulcast television will be offered. So while the dogs will be leaving soon for good, gambling will not. I spent a pleasant, if windy, afternoon at the Florida track recently, not to bet and lose, but to get a sense of how patrons of the place feel about the looming shutdown. Let me summarize. They don't like it. Admittedly, my sample was skewed and biased. It's not likely that many folks at the track that day were among the 70% of Florida voters who agreed in 2018 that it was time for dog raising to go. The overarching argument among opponents of the sport was the notion that the animals are treated badly and basically disposed of when they are no longer fast and useful. One woman waiting between races for her lunch order scoffed at the idea that the animals are abused. What about horses, she asked. They don't close down the thoroughbred racetracks out of concern for the horse's welfare. Indeed, racetracks of any type seldom close because of a public mandate. It's almost always an economic decision. I saw no evidence during my visit that the dogs were suffering. They paraded to the post before every race. They barked in eager anticipation while they waited for the starting gate to open. And they raced with the amazing speed, which puts them among the world's fastest animals. A greyhound in Australia was timed at 41.8 miles per hour back in 1994, and that's a Guinness record. What I did not see, of course, was the holding area where the dogs spend their time away from the track. I assume they eat well because poor nutrition means poor performance. But does abuse occur when the dogs are out of sight and out of mind? It would be naive to suggest it does not. So I'm conflicted. If abuse of greyhounds was so rampant that more than two-thirds of Florida voters ordered the sport to close down, who am I to cling to the romantic notion that these amazing athletes who run like the wind should be forced to continue for my enjoyment? Greyhounds, by all accounts, make wonderful family pets. They are gentle, loving, and devoted to their humans. They live 12 to 15 years and generally are not predisposed to generic disorders common in other breeds, such as hip dysplasia. Ohio has adoption agencies which specialize in greyhounds. As the agencies like to say, adopting one greyhound won't change the world, but for one greyhound, the world will definitely change. Life as We Know It is written and hosted by Tom Walton and is a production of WGTE Public Media. Life as We Know It with Tom Walton can be heard on WGTE FM 91 every Monday afternoon during All Things Considered at 5.44 p.m. Or hear past episodes at wgte.org life.